We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. The Coca-Cola Company, Cure Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. From sparkling, flavored, and bottled waters to zero-sugar sports drinks, teas, and sodas, consumers are taking advantage of these choices. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. To learn more, visit balanceus.org. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast for Wednesday, August 19th, 2020. On today's episode, I'm going to be laying out some of the core beliefs of shadow path diabolism to start letting people know exactly what we believe in and exactly what our philosophy is. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the official podcast of Shadow Path Diabolism, your daily dose of Diabolonian philosophy to inspire you on your journey down the crooked shadow path. Here's your host, R.J. Womack, Brother Nero. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, R.J. Womack, a.k.a. Brother Nero, and this is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the podcast where we promote the religious worship of Satan and demons as a serious faith and way of life. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the core principles or some of the principles that make shadow path diabolism different from other forms of occultism. The first thing that you should know is that this tradition is being developed for those who seek a more devotional approach to their worship of Satan. What I mean by that is it's for people who want to devote their life and dedicate their life to Satan and his cause, not just treat it as some kind of casual thing they do on the side in addition to their job or their family or whatever it is they may do. The whole point of shadow path diabolism is to make Satan and the other demons and the religious tradition and observances, part of your daily life, a central focus of your life. In other words, Satan should become a part of your family, a part of your daily existence from which everything else sprouts from or, or, or comes from. He should not be an afterthought. You shouldn't just be doing rituals, you know, a couple of times a year, take your robe out, dust it off after you haven't used it since last Halloween, and then start practicing you should be actively practicing, actively praying. And this is the other thing I want to bring up. It is a devotional religion, meaning that I practice every day. I pray every day. I meditate every day. I do rune study every day. That's what I do. And that's the whole point of this tradition is to take it away from this kind of sort of, uh, I sort of believe in Satan when I feel like it thing. You know, the type of people who take pictures of their altar when they clean it off every once in a while, and they do a ritual maybe uh, every two, three, four months, or every solstice or Halloween or so, you know. But other than that, it's not really a big part of their life. That is what shadow path diabolism is trying to 
eliminate. It's trying to create a tradition that is an active part of your daily life, something you engage in on a regular basis. Secondly, we're trying to be a tradition, a religious tradition that breaks away from all the occult politics, all the nonsense associated with most forms of occultism. That is why we created this tradition, because we intend to be, or we're attempting to be our own tradition. I do not consider myself to be a Satanist anymore. I do not consider myself to be any form of Satanist anymore. I consider myself to be a shadow path diabolist, whatever that may mean and whatever that may evolve into. I do not consider all the other Satanic organizations part of my religion. If anything, I look at them as something to study, as a historical relic to study and learn from. I don't look at them as my brothers or sisters or an active part of my religion. They're completely separate from my religious beliefs. So what I do with these other organizations or these other traditions is say, what can I learn from them? What mistakes did they make? What did their leaders do that were positive or negative that affected my current tradition that I'm building so that I don't make the same mistakes? And I'm not doing this because of, like I said, ego. It's not that at all. What it is, is like many of you, I'm tired. I'm tired of the debates and the nonsense and the arguments that go on on the internet and everywhere else where people talk about this group did that to this group and this group believes this and this group's better than this group because this group does this and does that. All I want to do is focus on the religious worship of Satan and demons and focus on passing that down to our children and future generations of diabolists. I want to focus on building a true ministry and focus on building a true priesthood dedicated to Satan. I'm not worried about what this group is doing to this group or what this group is doing or what activities they're involved in or what their political views are, because I don't care about any of that. I care about Satan and his kingdom, and I care about reviving old ways, the old traditions, ancient pagan practices, and bringing about a true form of diabolism. The other thing I want to mention is that the reason we focus on lower forms of magic or more folk magic or more traditional witchcraft magic is not because we're interested in magic. It's because we're interested in using magic and mysticism as a technique to connect us with the gods. The The difference between this tradition and other traditions is that Magic is seen as a tool to connect us with the gods, not the other way around. Many traditions have the attitude that the gods are almost like a cosmic battery or an archetype to connect us with magical power. That is not the way we view magic. We view magic as a method by which to connect with the gods and to build our relationship with the gods. Not We don't see the gods as a battery to charge our rituals for our own ends. The point of this tradition is religious worship. We don't have, we don't apologize for that. We don't try to make excuses for that because, again, we're not defining ourselves by other people's interpretation of what religion should be or what occultism should be. We don't use left hand path occultism as our baseline, as our way of judging what we do. We judge ourselves by our own beliefs and by our own desires and by our own objectives. 
We don't use them as a baseline for what is or isn't diabolism. We don't use them as our guide for how we should practice our religion. In fact, we're trying to get away from that. We don't use terms like right hand or left hand path. We don't use terms like black or white magic. We believe in a more nature centric approach. Nature is neither black nor white nor good nor evil. It is shades of gray. Anybody who observes animal behavior or just nature in general can see that there is no black and white in nature. There is no good or evil. It just is. And that's the way we want shadow path diabolists to approach their religion and their practice of magic and their spiritual practice is I'm me and I define me by my own terms, and I do what I want to do, and I do what I think is in my best interest, and the best interests of my family, and the best interests of the gods. And I try to keep all of those things in balance. And since we are not part of any left-hand path tradition or any other religious tradition, we are trying to establish ourselves as our own religious tradition. We don't define ourselves, and we don't define our goals by those standards of those organizations, whoever they may be. And that's one of the reasons why I've refused to answer questions about certain religious organizations from now on and certain religious traditions, because I no longer consider myself to be a Satanist. I no longer consider this to be a Satanic podcast. I consider this to be a Shadow Path Diabolism podcast, and we're going to define ourselves and the topics that we discuss in terms of whatever shadow path diabolism dictates and whatever it evolves into due to the practice of the other people who embrace it and take it on board as their tradition. It's going to evolve on its own terms. The other thing that I would say in the, one of the most important aspects of shadow path diabolism is we respect people's individual right to be themselves. We believe that Satan gave them a free will and self-awareness and to violate somebody else's free will and self-awareness is to violate the very gift of Satan, the very gift that the black flame bestowed upon us, if you want to use that term. I use the term black flame, but it doesn't necessarily have to be symbolized that way. I just use that term because it's popular and people understand it. You could look at it in any different way, how you want to define that gift or how you want to symbolize that gift. But the point is, he gave us free will and self-awareness and to take away somebody's right and personal sovereignty is one of the biggest crimes in shadow path diabolism. So with that in mind, we kind of have a attitude of non-interference, meaning that if we meet up with another diabolist, a fellow diabolist, a fellow uh, walker of the shadow path, we let them live their life according to their own morals and their own code of ethics, because we believe Satan gave us that freedom to do that. The only time that we would interfere with someone else's right to to do something is when their choices impact us or the people around us. For example, as I've said in my previous book, I said that I would strongly discourage women that are Satanists that are pregnant with a, 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 um, a diabolist child, I would discourage them from having an abortion. And a lot of people took offense to that, and it became a very controversial aspect of my book. But what they failed to understand is that I said that I would strongly discourage it. I wouldn't recommend it. And I think it's bad for the future of our religion. Now, having said that, I want to be clear. 
The choices a woman makes about her life and her body are between her and Satan. And that's the only people, as far as I'm concerned, are the only individuals that need to be involved in that decision. Now, if somebody comes to me and asks for my opinion, I'm going to strongly discourage it as a minister because I believe in trying to build up future generations of young Satanists. And I believe every life, I believe every life matters. So therefore, I would discourage it, but I wouldn't hold it against them if they did. Because as I said, as a shadow path diabolist, I believe each and every person's life is in their own hands. And the decisions they make are between them and the gods. And as long as they're not impacting my life or affecting my life directly, then I have no right to tell them how to live. I can suggest things. I can give my opinion. But that's all it is, is an opinion. And this is in keeping with the idea of, of what I've said before about being a minister in shadow path diabolism. As a minister in shadow path diabolism, your job is not to tell somebody how to practice or what they should practice. Your job is to give them suggestions about how to practice. Your job is to be a guide, a mentor, a Sherpa, if you will, a shaman, as I've said before. We are not like the Christians in the sense that we do not sit there and say, this is absolutely the way things must be. We respect people's individual right to make choices for themselves, and it's between them and the gods. But it's also important to note that we would never engage in activities that would take people's personal freedoms away. So you would never see a, a shadow path diabolist, for instance, engage in criminal activity that would take someone's personal power from them. You would never see, or shadow path diabolism would never condone behavior like rape or child molestation or um, some kind of abusive behavior like uh, sex trafficking, because it would go against the very principles of our religion, our belief system. We believe that an individual's right to self-sovereignty is, you know, the, one of the most sacred things we have. So to take someone's rights or take someone's personal power away from them to choose their path or their personal freedom away from them is the ultimate sin against Satan in a way. Anyway, that's it for today, guys. I hope it helps give you some idea where we're coming from. I'll see you next time. Later. If you would like to learn more about the shadow path diabolism tradition of occultism, go to rjwomack.com. That's rjwomack.com. If you enjoy this podcast and support our message, tell a friend, leave us a review, and follow us on social media. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.